I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and brain health expert, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for working moms who are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a working mom with big career dreams, I know what it's like to not have enough time in the day and to lack the skills and confidence to reach your goals. I have spent years understanding how our brains work and learning what holds us back from having the courage to reach our dreams. Each week, I'll be sharing practical strategies to help you find more time in your day, build your confidence, fight back against mom guilt, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome to the Bold Life Podcast, where today I'm going to share 10 things I do every day to save time. Stick around. Some of these small hacks can not only save you time and energy, but even a little bit of money. Let's dive in. You know I am all about efficiency, especially over the last year when I've been juggling growing my business, starting this podcast, trying to corral a very busy toddler, and then all of a sudden, like many of us, I found myself working from home for weeks on end with all the added responsibilities and extra multitasking that was required to make that work. Remember, your brain only has so many resources. Every task that you do, no matter how small, uses up those mental resources. And all those tasks take time. If you're having to get supper ready, do dishes, chase your toddler around for a few hours while balancing working from home, making sure you're getting your projects in in time, and all those small daily things like keeping up with bills, remembering appointments, all these activities take up time and mental resources. Time is our one resource that's most limited. How many times have you wished that you had more time in the day? I know I have. Oh man, if I just had an extra day this weekend, how much could I get done? Or an extra hour at the end of the day? Well, sorry, I can't slow time, but I can show you how I add an hour or two to my life every day by some small tweaks and hacks to save time. We all know that one way to save time is to cut out all that extra time wasters, all those extra things we do that suck up our time. The easy ones like TV, mindlessly scrolling through social media. Sure, television, social, great in moderation. I love me a good episode of The Bachelorette. You know that. But you might actually be surprised how much time you're spending on these other tasks. Have you ever turned on the analytic function on your phone to see how much screen time you're actually using? If you haven't, I'd encourage you to start. I know when I did this, I was surprised how much time I was actually spending on my phone. Five minutes scrolling through Facebook or Instagram here and there throughout the day really add up. And you might be surprised how much time you're wasting on these things day to day. Again, TV and social aren't bad in moderation, but if you're spending hours at a time binge-watching Netflix, or scrolling mindlessly through social, it's probably a big time suck. The good news is you don't have to totally cut out all the fun things day-to-day to save time and maximize efficiency. Those little things that take time, things that we can make more automatic or block together to save time can really have a big impact and still give you a little extra time to watch your favorite show or to spend some time liking your friends' images on social or posting some fun memes. Here are 10 things that I do every day to save time. Number one, I plan out my outfit the night before. 
I've actually been doing this for years. I think I started doing it in high school even. And usually what I do is I pick out two outfits. One outfit that I know I'll be comfortable in no matter what. Those pants and that shirt that I know if I wake up in the morning, I'm in kind of a blah mood, I'll be okay wearing. And then I usually pick out a second fancier outfit that I'd like to wear, but sometimes I wake up not in the mood, so I decide to go for the default, the easier, more comfortable option. I hate mornings. They're my least favorite time in the day. When my alarm goes off, all I want to do is hide under my covers. Picking out my outfits the night before saves me a ton of time in the morning. If I had to stand in my closet and decide what I wanted to wear in the morning before my coffee, when I'm still pretty groggy and struggling to wake up, I would stand there forever staring at my clothes and feeling like I had nothing to wear. I'd probably try on multiple outfits and just get frustrated and end up running late. What I do is I set out my outfits the night before when I'm more refreshed, when I'm not groggy from first waking up, and when I have a little bit of perspective. I feel like I can more efficiently pick out those outfits. And I'm talking about everything, not just my pants and my top, all the way down to my socks and my underwear. I lay it all out. So that's one less decision I have to make in the morning. This saves me mental time and energy and also saves me physical time, like I said in the morning, because I'm not staring at my closet trying to decide what to wear or searching through my drawers for the right socks that go with this outfit. I already have it picked out. The second thing I do every day to save time is I pre-plan my meals. How I do this is every Sunday, I make a list of the dinners that I want to have for the week. It's just small, like a little scrap of paper. I write down the day and what our meal is going to be, and then I stick this on the fridge. Doing this also helps me plan out my grocery list because I know what our meals are for the week so I can go through those meals, make a list of the groceries that I need. I also try and pick meals that share ingredients, which is great because I can save money by having less waste. If I'm having multiple meals that share the same vegetable, for example, you know, we have a couple meals that both require spinach, then I can buy a big thing of spinach and I'm not throwing half of it out at the end of the week because I've used it all up. Also save money because I'm not buying food that I don't eat. I know what I want to have in all of my meals. And so I only buy foods that we need for those meals. As well, when I have my meals planned out for the week, it's one less thing I have to worry about. When I get home from work at five o'clock, I'm starving. My toddler wants my attention. Trying to think about what I want to eat at the end of the day is overwhelming for me sometimes. I just can't make that decision. When I have my meals planned out at the start of the week, it's great because my husband will take out the food that we need. You know, if we need to take something out of the freezer for the meal, it's out, it's ready to go. We can get supper started together. Like I said, I know I have all the ingredients handy because I've already planned out my shopping list. We got those foods at the beginning of the week. Planning my meals every week saves a ton of time and mental effort. And like I said, I think we even save a little bit of money because we're not wasting food. We only buy what we need. And as I said, one of my extra tips is I plan meals based on using the same ingredients so that I can use things multiple times. I'm not wasting fresh fruit and produce. The third thing I do to save time is I eat pretty much the same thing for breakfast and lunch each day. Remember, our brains love routine. I get up and I have my same breakfast of Cheerios pretty much every day. My snack in the morning is the same. I usually have cheese and crackers and a little bit of fruit. For lunch, I have leftovers from the night before. 
Remember, I already pre-planned my suppers, so that makes it easy to have leftovers. And in my afternoon, I usually have another snack of some fruit and something crunchy like pretzels. Eating the same thing most days might seem really boring, but it actually saves a ton of time and energy. When I'm making my lunch the night before, I don't have to put a lot of thought into what I want. I know what I'm going to eat because I basically eat the same thing every day. So I pack that all up really efficiently. In the morning, I just have to grab it and go. No time wasted trying to come up with ideas for lunches, trying to remember what snacks I want, not staring at my fridge trying to figure out what I want to eat that day. Again, it also saves me money because I only buy what I know I'm going to eat. And when I'm eating the same thing all the time, it allows us to shop in bulk, which is an added bonus because you can usually save a little bit of money that way too. I mentioned that I also make my lunch the night before. I do that for me and my family, and that's on purpose. Remember, morning's not my favorite time at all. I'm not very efficient first thing. I need to have some time to wake up, to get my brain going, to have my coffee. Also, mornings tend to be a little bit busy around our house. I've got my toddler running around. My husband's trying to get some work done. I'm trying to get out the door. There's a lot going on. If I was trying to help with all of those morning tasks and also pack my lunch, it'd be just one more thing that my brain has to think about. By making my lunch the night before, I don't have to worry about it in the morning. I just grab it, fill up my coffee, have my Cheerios, and I'm out the door. That consistency in my routine in terms of my eating, packing my lunches the night before, having kind of the same thing all the time for snacks and for meals really saves my brain a lot of resources. Less things to think about, less decisions to make, more time and energy saved in my day. The fourth thing that I do every day to save time is I shower at night. I know this doesn't work for everyone, but I've been doing this for years and it's always worked for me. Again, I actually think this habit started when I was in high school, when I was in gymnastics. So I'd come home after gymnastics practice and I'd be covered in chalk and foam from the pit and I'd need to shower at the end of the day. But I kept it up once I got into that routine. I have pretty long and thick hair. And so if I had to shower in the morning and blow dry my hair and style it and get dressed and do my makeup... That added showering and doing my hair would probably add at least another 30 minutes to my morning. As an extra bonus, I find showering at the end of the day really helps me relax. It's actually part of my sleep routine. I know I've talked about sleep on this podcast before, but remember when we were young and we had that sleep routine when we were kids, part of it was usually having a bath, right? That's because having a relaxing shower or a warm bath can get your brain into relaxation mode and it can even help you sleep better. I know that's the case for me. When I have my shower at the end of the day, it signals my brain that it's time to start relaxing, starting to get ready for bed or at least to have some quiet time in the evening. And that really helps with my sleep. I know there are people out there who say that they just don't feel ready for their day without a shower in the morning. And that's cool. But maybe try splashing some cold water on your face. That's what I do. Takes me 30 seconds, saves me a ton of time. I love showering at night. It really works for me and it might work for you. Just takes a little bit of practice to get into that habit. The fifth thing I do every day to save myself some energy, some mental resources, and some time is I put everything in the same place all the time. I am big on routine and efficiency. You know that. I have a place where I keep my keys, my wallet, my phone, my bag even has a special place. I put it there when I come home from work. I know what's going to be there in the morning. What that means is that when I get up and I'm trying to get out the door, I don't have to worry about tracking things down. 
I'm not wasting my time hunting for my phone, hunting for my bag, looking for my shoes. For real, this helps. And I actually spent years training my husband to do this. I used to be woken up in the morning by him scrambling to get ready for work. He's searching through his pockets to find his keys, can't remember what he wore the day before to try and find his wallet. And it was really stressful in the morning, right? I'm sure you've been there before when you've been trying to get out the door and you just can't find your keys or you just can't find your phone. So annoying. Now I've trained my husband after years of work to always put his wallet and keys in the same place so that I'm not stressed helping him in the morning and he's not rushing around the house trying to find what pocket he left things in. This can be as simple as putting a basket by your back door where you dump that stuff when you come in so it's there when you need it. You know, we have hooks at our back door where we put our coats. That's where I leave my bag, my shoes, so I know that it's all going to be there. Something small, like a little basket where you toss your keys in your wallet, can be super helpful for your brain, can be super helpful in reducing that stress, reducing that pressure of trying to find those things, and can even save you some time in the morning. You're saving mental resources and time, not having to run around your house, tracking things down. It's one less thing you have to think about. Works super well for me. It's working well for my husband, and I bet that that efficiency will help you too. The sixth thing that I do every day to save time is I chunk my tasks. Let me explain what I mean by this. Our brains are really inefficient when we try and multitask. Actually, technically, we're not able to multitask. Our brains can't do two things, at least two complex things, at the same time. What we do is we just switch back and forth really fast between these two tasks. So if you're trying to write a report, write some type of paperwork, and you're also checking your emails, what you're doing, your brain is just switching really fast back and forth between those two things, and that's not very efficient. If I'm stopping every 15 minutes to respond to another email, I'm going to be less efficient at both tasks. So what I do is I chunk my day. I do it at work and I do this at home too. I schedule times in my day that I'm going to check my email make calls. I'm going to write reports. That's all that I do during that time. Even if it's just 15 minutes, that's my 15 minute time for returning phone calls. And then the rest of the day, I actually put my phone on do not disturb. I turn my alerts off on my phone so that I'm not getting those messages. I'm not getting distracted by calls and emails. Super helps. I do this on the weekends as well. I schedule time in my week to run errands, to do cleaning, anything I can group together the better. For example, when I'm recording podcasts like this, I actually record three or four podcasts in one sitting. Saves me a ton of time. I only have to set up my equipment once, but I also only have to get into that mental zone once. Think about your own work or your own daily activities. You've probably found too that you kind of get in the zone sometimes. You're working on a task and you can just plow through and you're really efficient. But other times it's hard to get into that mood, right? If we schedule times, if we chunk those activities together, we do as much as we can of those similar tasks, it's actually easier for our brain to kind of get into that routine. Your brain says, okay, we're working on this task right now. Maybe it's cleaning. I'm going to get into cleaning mode and go all out. And then later I'm going to get into the mode of reading or responding to emails or working on reports. It's much more efficient than switching back and forth between those tasks. When I'm trying to respond to emails, answer phones, cook dinner while I'm playing with my toddler, I'm not very efficient, right? Way more efficient if we can chunk tasks together, set aside specific times, and do all of the same thing at once. 
Our brain gets into that train of thought and it stays focused even better without all those other distractions. Think about where you might be able to group your tasks in your daily life. Maybe it's at work, you can do what I do and set aside specific times for emails or paperwork. Or maybe it's at home, you can set aside specific times for different cleaning tasks or different chores. Having those dedicated times and grouping those similar activities together is super efficient for your brain. You're going to get them done way faster rather than jumping back and forth between a bunch of tasks, and you're going to save time and energy. Tip number seven for saving time in your week, I plan my day the night before. This is actually a relatively new one for me this year, but I'm loving it. I've always made to-do lists. It used to be the first thing I did every day when I got into my office. I'd sit down, I'd take a look what I needed to get done that day, and then I'd plan out my day. And it worked pretty well for me. Then I heard one of my mentors talk about how she does this planning the night before. And she does this because when she gets up, she already has her day planned. So she can just start. Your thinking is most efficient in the morning. So if you can save those few planning minutes and get started on the hard tasks like paperwork, projects, or for me, writing, this saves mental energy and it saves time. So I've been doing this for a while, planning my night out the night before, and I gotta say I love it. The last thing I do before I close my computer for the day is plan out my next day. I use my Google Calendar and I block out specific times for each task. So 8 till 9.30, I'm working on a report. 9.30 to 11, I'm working on social media posts. 11 to 12, I respond to emails and so on. You might have noticed there that I also break my tasks down into 60 to 90 minute chunks. 60 to 90 minutes is really the max that your brain can focus on one task. After that, your concentration and your motivation starts to go down and you need to switch to something new or else your efficiency, your productivity is going to go down. So try this for the next little while. The night before, sit down, think about what you need to get done the next day and actually put it in your calendar. And remember to set those specific times and break your day down into those 60 to 90 minute chunks. Then when you get to work the next day, your list is there. You know what you're doing at specific times. You can just get up and go. Really helps me. I expect it'll be really helpful for you too. Let me know what you think. Tip number eight for making your days more efficient, saving time. In addition to planning out my days, I also have weekly and monthly to-do lists. I actually even have to-do lists and goals for the quarter as well. It's really easy for all of us, for our brains to get pretty bogged down in the day-to-day, to be focused on those tasks that we have to get done today, all those small little details, and to forget to look at the big picture. As a result, it's possible for us to be busy all the time and not actually be productive. If you're multitasking here, come back to me. This part is really important. I'm going to say it again. It is possible to be busy and not productive. Being busy does not necessarily mean you are being productive. If you're working on the wrong things, the things that aren't moving you in the direction of your goals, then you're wasting time and energy. When I know what my goals are for the week, for the month, and for the quarter, it allows me to prioritize tasks, those things I absolutely have to get done to make my goals. Yes, it's important to do those day-to-day things like cleaning, making dinner, responding to emails, but when I'm long-term planning, I don't, fo- 
I don't focus on those day-to-day tasks. I focus on my bigger goals. For example, this fall, I launched my online course, Conquer Your Inner Critic. So for the past four months, all my weekly and monthly must-dos on my list were focused on this course. I had goals each week, milestones that I had to make to make sure I launched that course on time, and I knew that I needed to get those tasks done. As a result, those other little things that came up were easier for me to say, no, that's not a priority right now. I need to focus on these tasks. I didn't get so bogged down in those day-to-day responsibilities, those little busy tasks, I guess you would call them, that can really suck up time because I was focusing on my long-term goals. Keeping your brain focused on the long-term will help you prioritize. It puts things into perspective so you're not wasting time and energy on busy work. Tip number nine for increasing your productivity and saving time in your day, I physically write down those long-term goals regularly. Not every night, but several times a week, I grab my journal, paper and pen, old school style, I write out 10 goals that I have. And these are my long-term goals for my future. Goals for all areas of my life, not just my business and my finances, but I have goals for my health, goals for my family, goals for all areas. And a trick I learned a while ago is when I write down those long-term goals, I write them down as if they've already happened. For example, one of my goals is I read and exercise daily. That's on my list. Not quite there yet, but I'm working towards it. Instead of writing something like, I will exercise daily, I write it as if I've already done it. I read and exercise daily. It's something that I already do when I'm writing down my goals. What this does is it points my brain in the right direction. There's evidence that when we write our goals down as if we've already achieved them, our brain responds to our goals differently and we're more likely to succeed. Our brain is really responsive to our language and the specific words that we use. So when I write my goals as if I've already reached them, my brain starts to interpret that as if I'm going to be more successful. I'm going to be more motivated. My brain interprets this as if it's actually already happened. Like I said, make sure you're writing those goals down physically, paper and pen. We also know that when we write things down, our brain learns and remembers that information much more efficiently than if you just do it in your head or even if you do it electronically. Grab a paper journal, write those goals down and write them down as if they've already happened. When I know where I'm going, it's way easier to stay motivated in daily life when that grind gets tough. And it does get tough, as it does for all of us, right? But if I'm regularly writing down my goals, reminding my brain of why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, it's so much easier on those hard days to pick myself back up and to keep working. Give it a try. And tip number 10, the final tip for increasing your efficiency, something I do all the time, is I delegate and ask for help. This one's a work in progress too, but I'm getting better at it. Remember, time is finite. We only have so many hours in the day. And we all have the same 24 hours. So why are some people so much more successful than others? The answer, they know how to prioritize. They know what they absolutely have to do to reach those goals. And they get help with the rest. It doesn't have to be paid help if you can't afford it. That's cool. But think about things like, what can you automate? Maybe making your bills automatic so you don't have to think about them, one less thing to do. Renewals on any products that you can make automatic. 
pre-ordering your groceries, anything that saves you time and makes tasks more automatic, kind of like a virtual help, right? With those automatic systems. When I'm looking at the tasks that I have on my plate, I look at each of them and say, is this something I love to do or something that's going to move the needle closer to my goal? If it's not, gets taken off the list. Sometimes I have to be really tough with myself here. Like maybe I have to say no to drinks after work because I only have so much time to spend with my family before my daughter goes to sleep. Or maybe I have to say no to a speaking opportunity because right now my priority is getting my course out into the world. It can be hard to ask for help and to make these tough decisions, especially if you're a little bit of a micromanager like me. It's hard to let anyone else take on these tasks, especially when we get into that negative mental habit of feeling like we should be able to do all of this ourselves. But remember, we all only have the same 24 hours in the day. So to really reach those goals, goals at home, goals with your family, goals with your health, goals with your career and your finances, you need to focus on what really matters, on those priorities that are going to make the biggest difference and delegate or automate the rest. This will save you a ton of time. Your unique personality can impact the strategies that will work best for you when it comes to productivity, including how you handle pressure and stress and how you overcome challenges. Check out my free quiz at drnicolebyers.com forward slash quiz to find your unique stress personality. You'll get personalized tips based on your unique style to get more done in the day, build confidence and overcome obstacles. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash quiz. Okay, let's wrap it up. Today I shared 10 things I do every day to increase my productivity and save time. And in some cases, a little bit of money. These things have a few things in common. They involve pre-planning, so I'm not stressed at the last minute trying to figure things out. They also involve prioritizing what's truly important and making as much of your daily grind as automatic as possible so you can focus on those truly important things in your life that you love. Pick one of these tips that I shared with you and try it this week. They take some practice to get your brain on track, but you'll definitely get more efficient and save some time. Remember, even if you're only saving five minutes here or there, that really adds up. What could you do with an extra hour in your day? How many more hours would that be in a year? A lot, right? These small changes, these small tweaks to increase our productivity and efficiency can have a huge impact on our success. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. 